0: So we're in a very new spot today, everybody. <clears throat> um, uh, kind of we're we're in a public library, <laughs> in their, in their
1: studio recording studio. Yeah, it's weird. So Davey called and was like, "Hey, I have to come to Lawrence uh, this week. Do you want to get together and record?" And I had remembered seeing that the library had a studio. And right. I was like, "Hey, why not? Let's go check it out. Let's see what it's like to record with like in a room that has eggshell." Foam on the walls, and yeah, so we're taking advantage of our, so.
0: of our tax dollars, yeah, which is great, you know, specifically your tech. Well, no, Kansas, Kansas, yeah, um, support your local library. Oh, what it's we're great, seeing. there's so many resources here, yeah. so many resources. Yeah. There's a band we can kind of hear them vaguely through oh, the walls, a little walls. bit through the walls, yeah, um, practicing. I don't know if they're local, but ba- are they they're not, yeah, they're just a bunch of people practicing, probably, yeah, recording. Did you see them walk through, I didn't see them walk through, they were really them. quiet.
1: Yeah, your man. You said can hear that. the drummer. The
0: fucking drummers always hear the drummers more than anybody else. They're always with, the most trouble. What is wrong with them? Fucking drummers. For someone else who's a part of who's a rhythm section member, bass player. Um, I'm always with the drummer, but um, they always cause. They always <laughs> get the girls, and they always cause the most problems. Anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: It's neither here, hear they're there, Adam. How yes. are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm
1: great. I feel like um, we were just together a couple yeah, days. Yeah. Thanks ago. for listening, everyone. When was it? Yeah. Welcome to Headspace Invaders, where we yeah talk about socks and buffets recently.
0: Yeah. Not not today though. No, no. sock talk today. And um, we're, we're, we're we shelved the sock talk, um, and uh, we're moving on to something else. Maybe some are you laces. wearing? We like, talk about laces. Socks? We're not going to talk about socks. Did okay, we okay, to okay, say fine, that? Fine. I'm, fine. W- fine. Yes, I'm wearing regular okay, socks.
1: Actually, not. Sock oh, hold on. not only that, but he's wearing Deadpool socks. Yeah.
0: So I'm look, I'm an assassin today. I'm a motherfucking assassin. Okay. So what are we gonna talk about today, buddy? Um. Well, I can discuss something. Okay. Real quick. Um. So, on ABC last night there was a a oh show, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if anyone was watching it. It was uh, a dude walking across a volcano, an active volcano. Like just. Like a like a tightrope walker. Sure. Oh. Okay. Like it was right, a like on the lava. No, he was okay. tight roping across. And this is the same guy who I guess he tight roped across uh, Niagara Falls. Right. Was
1: he the dude that in between the. No, that guy is dead, isn't he? The in between the towers or whatever?
0: No, he's not dead. The French guy? Yeah. No, he's still alive. Okay. All they right. made a movie, man on war. Yeah, yeah. Excellent film. Sure. Um, but uh, no, this is another dude, a bald guy. Hyper-religious, let me just say that. Now, I know that's Ooh. weird I would necessarily he, say that, but... Was he tightrope walking for Jesus? He was. Oh, boy. And he had a prayer meeting before, like, on the wire, and then all the way across, he was talking about Jesus as his, his Lord and Savior. Like, he was wow. into it. Like... <laughs>
1: that seems like something CBS would do, not ABC, but...
0: Yeah, it was ABC. So, here's the thing. Fair play to him. Who's, who's going to fucking do stupid shit like that? Sure. Not this guy. At one point... um, uh. They uh, they were interviewing his his sister. It's a whole tightrope family. Family, you know, they're circus people. Got it. Uh, they're yep. rubes. Oh no, right. we're the rubes. They're the carnies. Uh, but they interviewed his sister beforehand, and God love her, she smashed her face open. Which they showed the video of some practice they'd done years ago, where she'd smashed her face open and almost died. Very sad. Well, she didn't die, so it's not just that like sad, falling, off falling off the tightrope. Falling off tightrope, yeah. And they were talking to her, uh, and it was the dude from uh, uh, the Bachelor. So I kept expecting him to say, "Did you ex- do you accept this rose?" Right, uh, but he didn't. Um, Chris something or other. Um, all the all those hosts are called Chris. Anyway, uh, so he he asked her, "So, so uh, how hard is it for you to watch your brother go up and do this?" She goes, "Oh my god, it's it's harder." She said, "This it's harder for me to stand here and watch it than than be out there." And I'm like, "No, it's not. No, that's not that's yeah. not true. It's not harder. It's it's much harder to be out there <laughs> than be standing there watching him. Let's be fucking honest. But whatever." Um, so, but here's the thing. He's out there walking across this volcano. It took him at almost a half an hour from start to finish to walk. Okay. You know, they kept on talking about the the, the poison gas fog. But that's what I was wondering. He'd be like, walking that, through. Yeah, he had to yeah. wear a mask. Okay, sure. Yeah. But I'm all for people doing Daredevil shit, like evil Knievel rules, right? right. Daredevil. He's awesome. Oh, my God. The Daredevil. Yeah. But um, Super Dave, right? <laughs> also <laughs> oh awesome. God. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead now. Yeah. Uh. Um it didn't he didn't die from pretending to be a dummy falling no. out of the building, but he is really dead. Um but uh so he's walking but he's attached. He was attached by a harness to another line above him. So here's the thing. If he falls, he, he doesn't, doesn't fucking fall. fall into the lava below. Okay,
1: so where's the
0: Right. Where's the daredevil-y well, part? We, we could do that. Yes. I mean, it was. Just so, pitch that to I turned to right my now? wife and I go, "We did this in Branson a year ago, because you know, one of those yeah, yeah, inside yeah. Like adventure things. They right, attach yeah. you to it, yeah. and you walk along all these kind of, tr- you know, precarious areas and ropes and shit. You know, uh, yes, I could have done what he did. I we we got we got gypped.
1: Maybe he, you know, he was like, I, all things through Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is just the name of the harness that connects him to the other line. He was singing Christian songs. Jesus is going to protect me. He was, Christian like, he was me.
0: singing Christian rock songs as he walked. Yeah, why? Where's your faith, bro? <laughs> And then he started talking about a self help book that he's writing right oh, now. Oh boy. So he was selling shit like a motherfucker. Um, but my kids <laughs> were so upset with him being attached. They wanted him to fall off. They were <laughs> at one point, they were chanting, Fall, fall. Fall, so fall, fall, fall. Was it fall. even
1: from the beginning? Did they say, like, okay, he's attached? Or was it, like, after you had watched for 45 minutes? They never,
0: like... ever said he was attached. They just pretended we didn't see it. Mm. And they kept on talking about what a courageous, incredible thing he's done. No one had walked himself into the history books last night, right. was what the guy said. I'm like, did he, though? Did he fucking, like, he was attached. It's a lame. It's a. Fu- it's so lame. At the end of it, when Millie realized uh, she was, ch- he didn't fall, she just, she just goes that sucked, and it reminded me of the time I kept my kids out uh, for school for the the the, oh boy. the solar eclipse yeah the lunar eclipse yeah and when it went to nighttime uh-huh. and you know the the that was st- pretty cool it was very cool yeah and creepy S- the cicadas start chirping it was like and the stuff end of the world. yeah and then uh, when the sun came back out we walk back inside and Millie takes off our three our sunglasses and goes well that sucked and throw them across the table she was like eight at the time what she's, she's an old soul. I don't know. She wasn't very fucking impressed. Like, but, uh, like
1: it was heroes? Is she going to get superpowers I mean, you know, from this
0: eclipse? She wanted something more from it, let me just say. Mm. Um, but yeah, this same guy. He wouldn't. He didn't fall. And again, if he had come off the rope, he would not have fallen to his fiery doom. Uh, he would have just hung there like a loon for a bit. Which would have been better TV probably. It would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would have loved to see how the the host would get out of that one. Well, there he is. Did they so hang in there like the last turkey in the shop. I do not never watch broadcast
1: television anymore, but I remember growing up like seeing that kind of shit all the time. You always saw like it's rare Evil, now. Evil Knievel had yeah. a big thing every year. There was a circus of the stars. They always had these big events like David Blaine da- used to do David it. Copperfield would do that. Like he would yeah. make the satchel of the disappear. disappear right? Yeah. All that and then shit David did Blaine did that did shit like frozen the box. Oh right. Crap yeah, okay. I'm in a box. Does that so that that still happens every now and then?
0: Well, I guess so. I mean the wire thing, this is the second of these families that I've seen on a wire. like his, <laughs> Is his, that a new genre? Yeah. His sister, the smashed face, again, she looks great now. She's fine. Right. Uh, she walked somewhere in New York, over Times Square, um, to kind of like as her comeback, wow. like a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's their family business. How did um, you get into that racket? They're born into it. Seven, (laughs) seven. They're born on wire, bro. Uh, Seven generations. Great, great -great grandfather was a tightrope walker. My great grandfather was was a tightrope walker. My grandfather's tightrope,
1: and he's telling his kids, "You're gonna be a tightrope walker too."
0: They're tightrope walkers. There's no fucking getting out of it. Like his dad, his dad. Yeah, and you know, he was talking about having heavy on a tightrope. My grandfather and two of his brothers died on the the rope. I'm like, dude, you're in the wrong business. Find another, right? Yeah, like go be a
1: fucking crab fisherman. Is it lucrative? I wonder. I mean, what's more lucrative, selling Bibles, like selling the Jesus shit? I or don't the... know.
0: Well, the, the carnival, the circus thing has run its course a little bit, don't you think?
1: I don't even remember the last time I've seen a circus come through.
0: Well, they're you know, Pete have kind of oh, yeah, knocked them all in the head. Yeah, But now the circuses just don't have animals in them anymore, right. I think. Yeah. Um, which is fine. So it's more That's like okay. daredevil-y okay shit, yep. which is still an entertaining thing. But I'm sure this guy's going to show up on America's Got Talent at some point. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, he's very distinctive, bald. Sweaty man. Well, sweaty because he was walk- he walked over a volcano, um, through the poison fog as they kept saying the poison fog. Lame. Um, it was pretty lame. So you know, I'm always like, kind of like, have
1: um, high level of awareness or high alert for things that are Space Invaders related. Yes, I mean, I'm not that we are ourselves inherently infatuated with the game Space Invaders, and we grew up with it, right? Right, but anytime I see it somewhere, if I see a text or a print or a, even the, the Headspace Invader alien dude, dude, I'm always like, oh hey, let me automatically see what this is. eye drawn to. Oh it. yeah, like, always boom. every single time, Focus. laser so, focused in. So today uh, I saw a, uh, a like a chart, and the, my eyes keyed into Space Invader. So I'm like, oh, what is this? So I open it up, and it's the it's the top 50 highest grossing video game franchises of all time. Wow. Right. Okay. So I mean, that's, there's a lot of adjectives there, right? So it's just video game franchises that Rice. have made the most money selling their games or selling, you know, like um, in-app purchases and stuff like that. So, um, Okay. And now, I know we, we talked about this earlier, right? Yes. So I, so Davey has this information, you listening. Um, you probably don't unless you've seen right. this chart. So think about it for a second. Like, bef- Like what do you think is the highest grossing video game franchise of all time?
0: and shall I say what I said yeah let's, uh, let's take it through
1: the conversation you yeah. said immediately you immediately
0: were like, the first. I, I thought about it for a second I said Mario right. Super Mario Mario yeah. right like that the would Mar- be...
1: and it was lumped under one franchise for so sure like, right so oh. what I'm curious I wonder if they include like Donkey Kong as well because it's kind of you know Mario is that was you know yeah I bet it, they do yeah I bet they do too um, it has made since, since it came out the, the inception of the, of the Mario franchise it's made 30 billion dollars which is crazy and that's number two and then the, which is also more crazy. And not just number two. And, like, number one isn't, like, $31 billion. Number one highest-grossing video game franchise of all time is $90 right. billion. Dollars.
0: And then I, I didn't guess it. Yeah. I pissed all around it. Uh, yeah, you hit, said, like, 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 all the Call major. I said, Call of Duty. Yep, I said GTA. Which was number three. I said GTA. Which, which is, is number 13. Right. Um. What else did I say?
1: Um... And then you were like, "Oh, Fortnite or Fortnite, Minecraft." Yeah, mi- Fortnite yeah. is uh, forty-six, I think, on the list. Which blows my mind. But fucking it's also mind. it's also relatively new. So I right, mean, I think give, true. give it another year, and maybe it'll it's double true. how much it's made. Um, like I
0: could have sat there for an hour, and I never would have guessed what the number one was. Right, and I was like, like, "Well,
1: you're, and I said you're about twenty years too old for when this phenomenon yeah. oh, you know, began." Ninety billion dollars. Pokemon is insane. Pokemon, it's made, yeah. Since it since since it came out in the late nineties, uh, ninety-six. Who invented Pokemon? Uh, John Pokemon, I think was his like, name. No, Frank know. Pokemon. Frank, oh, it is his
0: brother, right? I think it was his yeah. brother, Frank.
1: Yeah, John had all his money in Tamaguchi, and then right. like, nope, you know, just two separate pocket monsters. It's fucking nuts. 90, 90 million 90 billion. Billion. fuck, billion. sorry, billion, billion dollars. It's nuts. It's insane. So, and that's the thing is, like, people talk about, like, they they write off video games it's like, oh you know, they're just for kids. They don't make any money. Are you shitting me? Ninety billion dollars. That's, I mean, you can't even wrap your head around that. That's like small countries gross national product right so, now.
0: So this is this includes, so it's from Nintendo, right? And it says here, the man who invented Pokemon, um, hold on a second. Uh, it, this is trading cards, this is movies, this is like... Well, this is, is like,
1: just, no, no, this isn't merchandise. This is just the video games.
0: Like, what fucking
1: Pokemon video games are there? Oh, my God, dude. There's been – like, every console has it. In fact, one of the biggest – and I, I, I'm not – I never played this, and I I'm only loosely aware of it. But the Game Boy had, um, like, a, a port, like, where you could – so it started like you had Pokemon on your Game Boy. And then – I don't remember which console it was, but you had a game that you could play that you could actually plug your Game Boy in. And then the Pokemon that you've trained, you could have them fight in the game. So, I mean, it was just a way of having them sell more cartridges, more – and, you know, like – I, I don't, and, again – I am not that familiar with it, but think about like Pokemon Go, and all the in-app purchases there. That had to ratchet it up as well, because I like, think about went like, crazy for that. For yeah, like everybody a few went minutes, crazy on that. Yeah. And so that's like things like Minecraft. Um, the one that I, that surprised me the most was Clash of Clans. It was twenty three on the list, so halfway through the list. But it's all about like how much money are you spending you to know, play this game?
0: Those I did play Clash of Clans for a bit there, and um, it's highly addictive. Like. And and they do desperately, you know, like any of those oh, yeah. apps, they yeah. desperately try and pull your money from your pocket. Sure. I made it a point never to put give them a single fucking dime because right. I'm like, no, I'll just like wait. There's all these specials. I'll like, just you can get wait it coins out
1: for five dollars. Let that. me just wait so if it out. So you think about like the list of of games like Space Invaders, Pac Man, um, Mario Brothers, uh, Street Fighter, Final Fantasy. Those are all single purchase games. Right. Like you play that game, you play it on the console, and there's no. You know, developing there's no end. I but you can't like continue. But then you have games like um, Candy Crush, right? Right. Which yeah. you can always feed more money in to help you along. Um, Fortnite, I all uh, you had that is discussion with suck. me. Is, it's a money suck. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake! Like
0: we've spent hundreds of dollars in that fucking game. Yeah. Supposedly free game, bullshit. It's free mearse. Yeah. Um, it's
1: insane. Yeah. So if you're if you're a video game enthusiast at all, and you're curious to see, um, it was just a Reddit post today, but it caught my eye. the Space Invaders caught my. Eye. Oh, and so I should tell you, Space Invaders is number 6 on the list. Boom, Space Space six, Invaders, six. And we're 6, everybody. cuz we're taking credit for that. Well, I think that to me is insane too. We're part of that franchise, 13. dude. 13.9 billion. We're part of that franchise. Where's my cut? Yeah, no. I don't think we're getting any. Fuck I don't favorite. think we're driving any.
0: Are we we are.
1: I we think, are. think we're <laughs> they're doing us more favors than we are <laughs> them
0: probably. No, 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 it's not true. Uh people probably listen to our podcast go straight is that, to their old Atari console to play um, Space, Space Invaders. Inv- yeah, I mean, was Just
1: shoot the mystery ship for fuck's sake. Were there any other Space Invader games after like the the first few consoles? I mean, I mean um, so most of this had to have been driven by coins, like, coins, arcades, like quarters, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. How many fucking quarters? Do you can remember when that shit came out though. It was it, there was nothing you know when fucking pong came out there was nothing like it ever sure like a game you playing your television whoa
1: oh and there was no other game like it was right. like that was it you go to 7 eleven you have space invader right and then yeah. yeah
0: that was the birth of the arcade which then birthed this entire fucking thing List, like yeah. this like there would be no at home consoles if it wasn't for the arcade billion dollars just for fucking pong That's nuts it's insane i mean and to be quite honest fucking pokemon shit you know in my well, opinion I mean, I don't... No, no, don't get me wrong. My son...
1: $90 billion would say otherwise.
0: ...was insane for the cards for a good four to five years of his life. Yeah. Like, what do you want for Christmas? I want Pokemon cards. Like, straight up. Like, what are you going to spend this money with? I'm going to spend it on Pokemon cards. Like, I mean, it it was crazy. Right. uh, And And that's a global phenomenon,
1: too. I think... Right. But then,
0: you just said, the trading cards... That's not part of this. accounted into it. And the only
1: reason I'm assuming that. Pikachu sucks. Like merchandise camp, I wouldn't say would be accounted because Star Wars was at like 30 something on the list with uh, something like maybe 4.6 billion as far as their video games franchise. Right. And that comes from
0: that old game that used to, that Star Wars Galaxies game, right?
1: Um and maybe oh like, I don't know, all the Rogue Squadrons and stuff, those were great yeah, Knights the, of the Original. The Republic. original
0: vector graphic um, yeah. um uh, Star Wars the r- yep. which was fucking awesome. Oh, that was so great. Fun. It was great. I, if I had money and it was and I was an idiot, uh, I would have You would that would be in your basement it would totally next be to your my deep freeze? hundred percent. And I just get in and out just to hear Kenobi go with the force of be beauty always. You know, I, I it's that was awesome. Um uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I mean Pokemon again. Did you see Detective Pikachu. I haven't yet. It's not bad. Obviously, i heard it was great. I mean, I i, I some uh, part because I watched it with Eli too, and he knew everybody. Like he's sure. like, "That's Blinkety Blank. That's Jagger Okay,
1: so if he already has invested interest in Pokemon, what, right. what, what what did he score that movie? Do you recall?
0: He liked it a lot. What was um, it? A ten? Uh, no, it was an eight. Oh, eight Oh. Eight and a half. He was high high eight.
1: Was he? Did he? Did he have any of those moments where like? Uh, he couldn't do that, or, or he should be doing that. Yes, he did. We didn't all go see wrong.
0: it in the cinema. We we, we watched it on, on DVD at home. Sure. And so, but he what he did was he went and got his Pokemon cards, a stack of Pokemon cards, and sat there with them oh. as he was watching the movie, going, "Yeah, uh huh." Looking through them, there's right. that guy. Look, shown me. So that was kind of fun. And um, but you know, it was all right. You know, Ryan Reynolds, right? He's kind of funny.
1: Uh, video game movies, what has done well? Uh, like, like, really, think about it. I know we've never talked about this because uh, we're not really a video game. It's not really our it, warehouse. You know, but think about video game movies and any that have been successful.
0: No, there, there is one that we're missing that's very obvious, and I can't remember what it a, was right now. Like a movie based off a video game? That was good, yeah.
1: Well, shit, I have the list of the top-selling video games of all time right here, <laughs> and none of them are jumping out as, um, many as good movies. I,
0: I can remember seeing the Doom movie with The Rock. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it, yeah wasn't, it was all right. It didn't suck. No, it didn't suck. Um, what what other video game? Mortal Kombat. You know, the first Mortal Kombat was good. I'm gonna put my put that out there. Wow. You know, and it's gonna that's pop up mil-task. in our movie. It, it, oh, it's on that's the list. We're gonna get to that at some point. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good movie. It's good. Some good effects. They did a good job. Yeah. Christopher
1: Lambert as Raiden though was like that's some that serious sucked. whitewashing right that's there. That so sucked. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't bad. But that was all right. Um, it was a good movie though. But like Mario Brothers. I mean, think about like what a massive it. franchise that they were just Bob like, Hoskins. Like it was like they had never played the it game. Was,
0: was it Daniel Stern? Was Luigi? No, it weakest. was uh,
1: John Leguizamo. Was it? Yeah. God, it just makes it worse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who? Dennis Hopper was Bowser. Like what? Like it was like they had Dennis never played Hopper. the game. That was insane. Right. Um, you know, like uh, the uh, the Koopa Trooper were like these big bodies with small heads, and like in the game they have little bodies and big heads. It's like they did everything backwards. Ah, it was bizarre. But yeah, other video game. I'm like trying to think of like video games. That have been translated to movies, and you're right. There's probably someone that's listening right now, just screaming. Max at, like,
0: Payne with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, did that do it was really a well? Shit film. It was a terrible film. A great game. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely awful, awful film. Um, I can't remember. Uh, uh, let's see, if the Lego Movie was that. Not really a game. I mean, uh, eh, it's like
1: no. I wouldn't say it's based off of the game.
0: Um. Let me Are you see. pulling up a list now? Like video movies? I am. Game movies? Song of the Hedgehog That's out now. I got out of watching it the other day. It's supposed to be quite good. Okay. Like surprisingly good. Um, no, I'm serious about that. Street Fighter. Saw that. Saw that in the movie theater. Yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme Jean- yeah, JCD. and the late uh, Raoul. Um, um Raul Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, God awful. right? Yeah. Absolute yeah, bag of terrible. shit. Terrible. Like terrible film. Doom. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go through my own list. That I just pulled up, buddy. Uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. You know, actually, okay. and Joey, All right now, there. Oh, God, in that film.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the most recent um, Tomb Raider movie was pretty good.
0: Far Cry. Did they make a Far Cry movie?
1: Oh, I don't even know.
0: It says 2008. I mean, maybe they did, yeah. Uh, it's most one of the best. Oohie U- Ball. Oh, Uwe Ball. Uwe Ball yeah. He's made some really bad adaptions. Mm. Uh, I didn't know Far Cry is hilariously low budget. Yep. Um, typical him, but he doesn't seem to take anything seriously uh I, I never even heard about it straight to video uh resident evil ones they all did quite uh, well some of those are good yeah no, the first couple were yeah, okay, pretty good um, and then it was just like they have extinction on here husband wife team that's then the it. new the new tomb raider which i didn't go to yeah, see i thought it was great i thought it was really was good. It good yeah I thought it was pretty oh, good yeah. there you go um uh in the name of the king a dungeon siege tale oh okay that's mm-hmm. oh, ooey ball and oh. jason statham Yep. Um, didn't oh, see, I, right. I know what film is, I didn't say it. R- yeah. Original Resident Evil and then Double Dragon 1994. Um, yep, I remember that. Not uh, good. I've blocked that from my fucking mind. Silent Hill. There you go. God, we Got it. We got there. And we have talked yeah. about those before. Yep. We got there. Oh, fuck. That's scary. Some fucking scary shit there, oh, dude. Yeah. Excellent shit. Very scary. Blood Rain. That's Yui Ball. Terrible. Boys, I've seen that, that and like,
1: that is bad. He is just mining video games.
0: Max Payne, at number 21. Resident Evil, The Fallen chapter number t- twenty. Rampage. Uh, I didn't that see it. That was the Rock movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. It rock. looks terrible. I don't think anybody did. Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Quite a lot of Resident Evil mo- movies. De- DOA, Dead or Alive. What, what was that? I don't remember that. Is that a volleyball game? Uh, I, know the, I know the movie, I know the game, but the, or I don't know that it was a movie. House of the Dead, Ewey Ball again, it's probably Man, shit. that dude is just... Cradle of Life, Lara Croft again, um, that's with Angelina Jolie. Resident Evil Retribution, God, how many fucking Resident There's Evil movies do they make? There's a bunch, Here, yeah. yeah. hey, I have just had an idea. What we should do is, we should do a movie franchise list, where we just take like random movie franchises that we come up with, and uh, just list down through the movies of what we've seen, how bad they are, okay. how good they are. Yeah. We're going to add that to our little repertoire. Hitman, Asian 40, 47. Uh, is that the one with T- Timothy Olyphant? Olyphant. It yeah. is. That's not bad. Yeah, it was good. Um, Silent Hill Revolution at 12. I, th- I thought the first one was better. This is Are you counting down? Like, is this
1: I'm one, counting this? to number one. Okay, the but... The this, this, Okay, good. It's good. the best.
0: Okay, all right. Hitman. Yep. Um,
1: I would say they are getting better.
0: 2007, that was the other Hitman. Um, oh, this is... This is Timothy Oliphant. The other one was without Timothy Oliphant. Okay. Um, Resident Evil Afterlife, number 10. Number 9, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun Li. Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: Did that have um, uh, Kristen Kruk in it? Chris Klein?
0: Don't fucking know. If you could see the look on my face, it's one of disgust. Mortal Kombat Annihilation at number 8. Wing Commander at number 7. Oof. I think these are getting worse. Yeah. Uh, Very. Warcraft uh, by Duncan Jones. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. Did you see it? No. He's good. He's a good movie maker. Yeah. Moon is fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it is. Um Need for Speed, number five. That's with um Aaron Paul. It's supposed to be awful. I think they're getting worse. <laughs> uh Alone Sounds in like the it. Dark, Yui Ball, uh Assassin's Creed. Oh. With Fastbender, right? God. Yeah. This I saw ruined it. Wound a great actor. I, I, Great I movies
1: tell you one thing about it. I, it know, I, shit. I did shit watch it. I can
0: tell you one thing it was fucking shit. because I love
1: those those games
0: and that film is not good no at all
1: yeah I don't, like I said I don't,
0: that goes on the movies that I hate that are shit <laughs> or movies that are shit that are shit. We just don't waste our
1: time. no right. Prince of Persia
0: the sands of time at number two. okay. You know what, that's not, you couldn't, you shouldn't put that beside a Assassin's that? Creed. Assassin's Creed was terrible. Jake Gyllenhaal. It's yeah. not bad. Because he's, you know, he's Persian, right? It's not. <laughs> Gyllenhaal
1: is a classic um, Persian They did whiten it up a little bit, didn't yeah. they?
0: Yeah. And he made him very tan in the oh film. Oh, boy. Okay, so. Uh, ben Kings, Sir Ben Kingsley's in it. Yep. Uh, but It wasn't Alfred Molina, but it wasn't that bad. I don't remember. I didn't see it. It was like 2010 or 2000. I loved like the game. Yeah, the game is fine. Or you could freeze time. Number one is Postal. Hmm. (laughs) Don't know the game. Don't know the film. (laughs) It says, here it is, a movie that should make you think Warcraft is high art. Postal opens on two terrorists in the top of a plane, fighting about how many virgins greet martyrs when they enter heaven. Oh, this does not sound good. The argument ends with them deciding to fly to the Bahamas instead. But then the passengers of their hijacked plane revolt and force the crash into the World Trade Center. Everything hovers around that level of bad and offensive for the like rest of the just movie. Making this, up. Making this an easy call reading? for definitely worst video game adaption ever. Yui Ball, you made it so hard to love you. Man. So Yui Ball again. Uh, he's made quite a few films on that list. He has, and he's made quite a few fucking god-awful films as well. Uh, we need to have a look at his catalog there someday too. That's a deep dive if ever I heard of one. Um, so there we have it: video games and video games to movies. Yeah, Space Invaders. And Space Invaders. Number six, top <clears> throat> fifty
1: <throat> highest-grossing video games of all time.
0: You're welcome, world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, are we still using the um, old-timey radio? Yes, we are. We okay, always know, are. We always are. Until, all right. So, I was suggesting that we ch- that we change it from the old-timey radio tuning to like me fumbling around with my podcast app in my car on the highway, driving with my <laughs> knees while I'm trying to switch because uh, I, I, I feel like I do that way more.
0: I like that, and I also like if you were to that to be the background noise, and then the 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 you you saying, are we still using the? <laughs> Is that just going to be we're, your intro? We using the the weird. Radio thing that should yeah. be that. Yeah. We should encapsulate that. Sure.
1: Okay. We'll just button it. We'll just create a bullet. All right, so it's Pod Corner. <clears throat> All right. Uh someone gave me a real hard time about the um back the podcast that I've been Recommending, like, look, man, I have range. I'm diverse. I don't, it's not always in my wheelhouse. No, no. And it's not always podcasts. Not a, That's I'm, the fucking problem. I'm, I'm not a,
0: but we're, 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 we're through that now. Okay. Or well, are we? Well, let's see.
1: Well, let's see. Well, I have, this two, will be a website. Uh, I have two today that I have, um, that Loosely turned podcast. I know they are proper podcasts um, that I've have been that I've binged since probably last November. So um, the one first one I'll start with is: uh, Are you familiar with the podcast called "The Best Movies Never Made"? No, but that sounds great. It is. It's very good. Um, it's a couple of guys. It's uh, Steven Scarlata, who was a producer of a documentary called Yoderowski's Dune. Did you ever see
0: that? I did. I watched it. Uh, it's excellent.
1: It's so good. And then um, Josh Miller, who was a screenwriter. He he wrote the script for Sanjay Hedgehog, which we um talked about earlier. Um, yeah. So what they do is they take actual scripts that were made um, for for movies, but then the scripts never went anywhere. But like pretty good movies, like movies that, um, uh, like Super Mario Brothers, there was a, a there was a spec for a Super Mario Brothers movie. That, so
0: is it a, is it like a treatment or is it kind actual of? Yeah, it's, and
1: some of them went to like almost went, full script, like almost to production, or something happened mid production really? so it never got made. Um, which is you know like it's it's fitting that. You, Yodorovsky's Dune, which was, um, you know, a movie that was, was being produced and then just ran out of money real quick. Before you
0: get into this, have you read the tweet stream from that one writer, a a tweet string, a Twitter string that you put on there about, um, Grown Ups 3? No. The Adam Sandler movies? No. Grown Ups 1, 2, Grown Ups. It's fucking great. Yeah? Yeah. I'll see if we can maybe, uh, how does our website work again? Can we post stuff there to it? We possibly can, but, um. Uh, yeah, it's it's re- it was um, Patton Oswalt actually tweeted it out, I'm and he said, "Read this string. This is incredible." And the guy basically said, "You know, it, it's, a, it's I think it's a link to his blog or something." Yeah. So like, I wrote this. I'm really proud of it. Um, it was a full script for Grown Ups three. three, and it was great. And, and the it was. script was good. <laughs> So, I mean, th- all the fucking stupid jokes were still in there. Yeah. All the shitting on them, sure. David Spade, all that shit was all still in there. Not that I've, I haven't watched any of the Growness movies. I just know what they are. Right. Um, and then it was just a breakdown. But it was all yeah. – there was a swerve in there, and it was just – it kind of went into the horror realm, let's just say. Oh, that. okay. All and, right. But funny, and then point – I mean, I was like, this – Netflix should make Adam Sandler needs to fucking buy this from this guy and make and this then movie. Make it, yeah. Um so you can check yeah, just just look grown-ups. up Grown Ups 3 script on uh, on your Google machine and I guarantee it's out there and read it. It's fucking worth a half an hour of your time to read. Okay, we'll do. Anyway, so sorry uh, well, to get that you up Uncle.
1: No, and you know what? Maybe they might like if this is a proper script, actually, you know, it hasn't had a chance to go. It's anywhere. written like these it's are into. That, it's like a straight up script, like right. written well by a natural writer. Right, and it's not just like fan fiction.
0: No. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, well, some of the some of the movies that they talk about are. Um, did you know that there was meant to be a sequel to E. T. <laughs> yeah, sure. And that <laughs> made script, a lot of money. So you we're know, about being insane. Exactly. That's the thing. Is <laughs> it made a lot of money? Um, is insane. It's it when and it was straight up horror. Like what? Yeah, like we're talking like evil. E- so there's like the in the E. T. Like, those aliens, they're actually two different races, and one of them, one of those, and they're warring against each other, and they've been in a, a war for, like, thousands of years, uh, and the evil ETs come to Earth, and, like, they kidnap Ellie. It's, yeah, it, it's bizarre. Um, so they talk, but they actually read the script, and then they talk about, like, why the movie wasn't made, or what happened. Right. Or how, you know, the directions fucking just fascinating. Um, movies like uh, The Sandman. That, you know, the Neil Gaiman uh, graphic novel, yeah. it's been, there's been so many different. are like, they making that? Well, yeah, they.
0: Like a Netflix series or an Amazon Prime series? It is
1: going somewhere. But back right. in the late nineties, there was a script that was written and it went to the studio. Um, the uh, original s- sequel to Star Wars before Empire Strikes Back, they had a, um, they had a script. They had a story before that was already written before Star Wars actually released. Because they weren't sure, and it was kind of written like we're just going to have a sci-fi film in place to go to. Like, so if Star Wars is great and we need a sequel, we can start production on it now. But we have to have it just in case Star Wars bombs. How can we still go forward with this? And you know, we've written the script. We got the story. So it that script is insane. Uh, The story, the places that it goes after Star Wars. So the script was written after, kind of while Star Wars was being produced. Who wrote it? Uh, I can't. It's you'll have to listen to the podcast. I it's can't just, remember. It not under people. George Lucas's no, 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 guide, though. Not really. Um, kind
0: of. They had like they had was, a couple like famous of studio sci-fi writers who kind of came like, on board. the Studio board. said, "Let's do this."
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he was like, "Let's push for because he's like it could be phenomenal. You're going to need a sequel, and we got to get started on it now." And they're like, "Well, what if it's not good?" And he's like, "Well, then we just take change the names." the locations and we've still got a standalone sci-fi film. Did
0: it become um, a film? It did not. Oh.
1: Uh, it didn't go anywhere. They Lawrence Kazin came and kind of uh, took the script and like chopped it in half, rewrote it, it and he, read, he made Empire. Um, yeah. it's and, and there's a like, like Commando 2. There was a Commando 2 that was in production. So these guys, and they always have guests on that will come in that are maybe somewhat experts on, uh, in the topic of that category. Um, I would give it a shot. It's uh, The network is called the Electric Surge Network. They have a whole bunch of other nerdy podcasts, but this is the only one that I've listened to. But you will hear ads for them left and right. Uh, and some of them sound pretty interesting. So it's a couple of guys in California who are somewhat connected to the movie industry. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. And I, and I haven't explored further, but I'd like to see if they're actually posting these scripts somewhere where you can actually go through and read them because that would be really cool. So, is, that, is, there,
0: is there finite life to this, though? I mean, do they have access I don't to know. a shit ton of stuff? I mean, stuff or they're or going back as
1: to the 70s of Star Wars. I would say probably not. I mean, I, I think that this has got some legs because they're always making, you know, um, someone is always writing a script or submitting a script or spec or whatever. Uh, but the podcast is called Best Movies Never Made. And if you're a film fan, and both the podcasts that I'm going to talk about today were recommended to me by... Um, Adam Roberts, our friend Adam Roberts from uh Armor Theater. Uh and so these are two that he's fond of. And he's like, if you like listening to podcasts about films and production of films and movies and uh, yeah. kind of what happened to them, give it a shot. I think you'd really like it.
0: The um uh that sounds great. I'm gonna definitely check it out. The 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 grown ups three, just to kind of put a a bow on that, it was um it, you, you can go, it's Tom Sharpling um just go to t- just type in Tom Sharpling Growns 3 and then you can download the script and read it. Okay. Uh, like I said, I uh, definitely definitely worth half an hour of your day if you want to do that. And this Tom wrote um uh you know a bunch of monks. Remember that show? What? Monk the TV oh, monk. show. Oh yeah, he um, wrote the show, uh, uh, a bunch div- of episodes a film of called monk. divorce, um difficult people. Um he also wrote that too. So um but uh yeah, definitely what we're checking out. So that's a good one. You've got a good one. Oh, thanks. I, I Mine are not that good. Okay, let's see. Um, what do you got? So the first one I'll talk about is, um, is from our friends at Wondery. Um, <laughs> so you know the production is great, um, and it's called Bad Batch. And um, I'll just read the blurb here. Patients are offered a miracle cure, but instead they end up rushed to the hospital in critical condition. The race is on to track down what went wrong with several patients in Texas before more people get hurt. The trail mm-hmm. leads to a stem cell company with a charismatic CEO uh, and to an entire multi-billion-dollar industry where greed and depression collide. Laura Beale, the award-winning host of, and reporter of Doctor Death, returns for a six-part investigative series from Wondery. So, what a pedigree, Wondery. Laura Beale. If you haven't re- listened to Doctor Death, you definitely fucking should. It's horrific. Yeah. Um, I had to turn it off multiple times just from the graphic descriptions she was giving. A bit weird about blood and guts and gore like that when it pertains. I love it in the horror movies when it pertains to real shit. It kind of makes me want to throw up. Um, but Dr. Death was great and incredible, horrific, incredibly horrific story. Um, this one starts off great and you would, I'm not, I'm about halfway through, it's six episodes, they're all out there now. Um, it's just a little drawn out. Hmm. And by drawn out, I mean boring. Oh so, boy. Uh, it's so it, I just, I think, I think this is a great idea and I think it's something that they're like, yeah, this is going to be the new Dr. Death and they went full on into it. Maybe they pre-ordered six episodes. It probably could have condensed it down to three. There's a lot of drawn-out shit there, and it just kind of loses me as I listen to it. And, you know, I find myself drifting off when I'm driving um, listening to this and then tuning back into it, uh, you know, 15 minutes later. Sure. Um, and then I have to rewind back. That's not yep. ideal. Nope. So that's like my, um, when I'm in a movie, a kid's movie, did I fall asleep during it or not? Um, if you didn't fall asleep, it was okay. Right, so I, I'm i falling asleep during this no, not I'm not falling asleep behind the wheel of my car. Well, maybe dozing off slightly, but um, I'm kind of sh- mentally shutting off um, on this on this podcast. I'm gonna listen to the end. Um, do I recommend you guys listen to it? Nah, just give it a miss. Okay. So that is all right. Bad batch. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, it's okay. yeah, it was a bad it's batch okay of podcast. Like. And I'm in yeah. it now, so I might as well fucking follow through.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to start, like, the serialized podcast like that. Like, um, what was the one you told me about that you had, somebody said, hey, is this any good? Um, And it was the... um, The Shrink Next Door? No. The one about the... um, The White Vault? uh, No. Not that kind of serialized. But, I mean, it's like, um, oh, shoot, like the Doctor Death where it's like, this is the first, this is a six part, you know, dive into this story. Um, It's hard for me because if the first one doesn't grab me... (laughs) Then I'm not next. You know, yeah, next.
0: There's a gazillion um, podcasts out there. Only oh one that you God. should listen to right. though, yeah, and that's Headspace Invaders. Yeah, that's my next. Thank podcast Thank you. I'm going to talk about today. It's, so um, great. So, Those guys sound great. Fun.
1: So the the uh the next podcast I have to talk about is called Nightmare University. Ooh. Yeah, it's uh it's brought to you by Fangoria. Do you remember Fangoria? Did you read Fangoria when you were growing up? I fucking love well, yeah, Fangoria. You did. Yeah, yes. You did. Yes. Um. Well, so Dr. Rebecca McKendry, she has a PhD in in film and in specifically horror. And so Nightmare University is uh, every episode she takes a genre or like a class of horror films. It kind of breaks them down and talk about like why they're relevant, why they're important, what makes it, um, that type of. Mm -hmm. And actually what's crazy is the first episode um, is it's called Defining the Horror Genre because she talks about how um, she basically interviews a bunch of people and says like what makes a horror movie a horror movie? And then how do you define it? What parameters does it have to exist in? To be considered a horror film, yeah, and then she, you know, and she cites a bunch of uh, films that are a little bit blurry. Like, how do you define it? Like, like Shaun of the Dead, for example, is a good one. You know, is that mm-hmm. a, is that a horror movie or is it, or comedy? Is it a comedy? And then, like, it, does it need its own genre? Then does it need does it become its own? Because where the, where the lines uh, are? How do you draw the lines? How do you find them? Um, and you know, like some people are like, well, horror movies are films that make me jump or make me scared. And like, okay, what about movies that are? Um, the idea is horrific but there aren't like a lot of jump scares right. in it um and then and then she goes on like like so she, she kind of gives you a definition of what she considers to films that she considers to be in the horror genre and the sub genres in it and then what she does is she takes those subgenres and breaks them out and then gives you kind of like a horror 101 um some of the episodes are like gore like horror films that are just all gore mm. and she kind of breaks it down the history of gore films yeah. um let's see another good one was uh the one percent horror which is like um the purge you know like films where the upper class like um, us or um, oh. or, um get yeah. out that kind of thing yeah um there's found footage is an episode uh tech horror love crafting horror where she really breaks yeah. down and she brings in every episode she brings in people who are somewhat considered experts you know yeah. on that field or have something uh, have had a part I didn't realize 1% films.
0: horror wasn't a thing but of course as well, soon as you start listing things up you're 100% correct it's totally a thing
1: yeah yeah and it's wild yeah. so you know and those aren't your typical that movie like, The Hunt is
0: 1% that's coming out like next week or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Guns Akimbo um, I don't know yeah. if that's 1% no not, probably but, not
1: um, uh, and then um, if you will see like the one of the most recent episodes is uh, live from Panic Fest uh, Micro Budgets with Mr. AJ Boeing so she oh, actually was cool. um, she broadcasted from Panic but uh, Adam, again, Adam Roberts, you know, early, like last fall, I was like, hey, I need some new podcasts. Yeah. And he gave me a list. And these were two that stood out. She's great. She's really compelling. She's really fun to listen to. And you can tell that she is passionate about it Love without that. being um, like said, like she seems like someone you could have a beer with and she wouldn't be insufferable, even though she is incredibly knowledgeable. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's really fun. It's a fun, fun listen. So like Nightmare it. University. And it is produced by Fangoria, and so both of those, Nightmare University and the Best Movies Never Made, you can find them on all of your podcast apps. So.
0: Well, I have one more oh, okay. too, okay. Um, and I'll read. The, I'll also read the blurb for this one too. Um, this is also. I'm obviously Wondery. That's the yeah. only place I get my podcasts. You just, so just am fucking Wondery. <laughs> it seems like um, this one is called Dying for Sex. Uh, that. And uh, I'm, I'm going to read the blurb here. When she's diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, Molly decides to do something bold. She leaves her unhappy marriage and embarks on a series of sexual adventures to help her feel alive. These experiences are beyond anything she could have imagined. So she shares the details with her closest friend, host Nikki Boyer. The two best friends dissect these hilarious, often touching stories and they're uh, and they, uh, growing even closer. That's not written right. And they growing even closer yeah. as they share Molly's journey together. From Wondery, The Makers of the Shrink Next Door, and uh, Imagined Life, Dying for Sex, blah, 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 blah. Sex and what you do at the time you have left. Death and stuff. Um, So I'm about over halfway through this one. Yeah. Um, And, you know, at the beginning I was like, this is, you know, this is different. I could mm-hmm. like that kinda aspect intrigued. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I have some fucking major problems with it.
1: And do you feel weird? It's like I'm, I I want to just roast the hell out of this podcast, but she's dying, and so you have. I to don't fucking news. care about oh, that because it's insufferable.
0: It crossed my mind. Did you Did you listen to oh, it? Oh
1: yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch! Yeah, I didn't know well, he you listened told me. To remember it. that was the one I was trying to think of the name of it when I was I like, know, Hey, remember
0: the podcast you recommended? But I didn't know you actually. I don't know you listen to me, Adam. <laughs> I just assume you just do what I do, yeah, yeah. just nod and go yes.
1: It's gospel, dude. <laughs> but go on, please. Tell well,
0: me. about halfway through, and again, I'm going to read to the end of this story. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put my finger on what I don't like about it. And Here's I think it's the fucking host. Here's the thing is, oh yeah, go for it. I think it's the host. Okay. I think I don't like her and I think I don't like her because somehow I think that this is a little self-serving. This is a little, she's being a little, kind, like this is about her podcast, not about her friend dying. Now, I don't know what happens in the end. Possibly our friend's going to die in the end. I don't know. I haven't got there yet. So don't spoil it for me, Adam. <laughs> so, but I, I think it seems a lot, a little bit manipulative. It's just coming across that way slightly, especially when she's her friends calling some of the people she's had these trysts with, yeah. and it just seemed a bit. It seemed very first world problem esque. Like oh, and then I just left the car door. Oh my God, it's so fucking great. I'm so funny. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you're so funny. We're so funny. We're so white. <laughs> yeah. That's all I was getting, yeah. and it made me feel uncomfortable from those aspects. So. Um, Again, I'm going to read to the end of it, but um, I do have major reservations about it. Maybe when I come back and when I'm done with it, I can come back and really shit on it. Like I'm kind of half shitting on it right now.
1: I don't really want to shit on it because it's not for us. That's the thing. This podcast we're not is not women, kind of. Yeah, uh, I, I do.
0: I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't prescribe to the point of view. Adam, like color, no. I don't see sex well, either. That's then. <laughs>
1: that's doing it a disservice. We should see sex. We should see it from a set but we're looking at it through a different lens. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's. It definitely isn't for me. Not that it's something I don't like. I just don't think it's for my ears. It's like you. You, you ever been to like a group of friends, and then, um, like, girls will start talking about something maybe personal or something. And you're like, ooh, I shouldn't be. You guys need some seclusion or yeah. you need some privacy to talk about this so I'm a, okay. I'm I'm not here for like it's that's this is not a space that's meant for me yeah. and I feel like this is a podcast that it is that space that's not meant not necessarily not meant for me but like I you know I find myself not like I feel like man my heart goes out for her like she has been through the ringer with the yeah. with cancer and stuff but I also find it hard to like feel sorry for like I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's like relatively affluent, you know, white women and how easy it is for them to find suitors, you know, and that's kind of, and I don't necessarily think that is a true thing mm. that exists, but that's kind of how it's oh, like. No, you should go
0: on Bumble or Hinge or <laughs> grinder or whatever sometime. Yeah. I think I it's think very it easy for people to find sexual partners nowadays. Oh maybe it is. I no, I I, I I know because I talked to some people who are doing it actively. Oh, right, right. And it's like it's girls. And it's like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, it's yeah, you just if you flip open an app, you can hook up with someone in an hour right. if you and want I was but
1: I was like I always think that like you know a girl could go to a bar and leave with a dude relatively easy. Of course. And, but I, and then I'm like is that reductive? Am I just being super reductive because I'm not living that experience? It's way more dangerous for a girl to do that. For so sure. you know um I but don't it, know but I have a hard to like it's, that's interesting. that's what I'm saying it's not it's not for me. Right. And I don't I don't mean like like chick lit's not for me because you know f- there's like some redeemable like stuff out there um in that category of chick lit but I, this just I don't it was hard for me to listen to because I'm like, you're not speaking to me. Like you have these experiences that you're um, m- maybe slightly embellished, but you should be speaking to maybe those girls who are out on Bumble putting themselves out there and they have shared experiences because it's hard for me to relate to it.
0: I'm going to point it to some people that we know per- personally and you can talk to them. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I, I That's stuff I don't really give a shit about. I mean, it, that is, that doesn't, that obviously didn't catch me the way I caught you. Um, I just don't think that, I just, just think it's a little trite. And it just, like I, I do said, do get min- what you're saying. From like, manipulative from her friend, yeah. I think it just feels that way. Now, maybe she wants to, she wants, to, I can't, maybe, I don't know what it was in this woman's head, these women's heads, I have no idea. But have um, we even, I don't think we've even said what it's actually, I know you read the blurb. But I think that's enough. Yeah. She's dying, she wants to, she wants to have sex. She's very, she, her libido's gone through the roof and she feels like she, she lost out on part of that through her life or so just she wants living to in of, general yeah.
1: like you know like you, you put yourself in these boxes because you think that's yeah, what it's supposed to be and she's,
0: maybe she's le- she wants to leave some mark here like from an audio perspective so it's there for the age so you know we all want to leave a mark yeah, sure. before we leave we shuffle off this mortal coil I totally get that so maybe that's part of it but again it just just feels manipulative to me now I also, I mean, there is a lot of dudes out there that want to drink women's piss. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily think there was that, but it seems like every other fucker she's talking to wants to fucking have her shit on him or piss on him. Yeah, and that, to me, was like, what really? I mean, <laughs> I but whatever, man, whatever people are into, I don't give a fuck, right? Um, but um, I just thought that was kind of curious. Um, yeah, so that's dying for sex. Uh, I'll read to the end of it and then I will. I'll report back what I feel about it. Maybe we can talk about it again. I'm not digging it, but I, I, if, you know, if it's, message... it's going to, it's not as bad as Bad Batch, which right. is just fucking straight up boring. But, uh, it, it's, I, I stopped, I slowed down on it because I just started to feel uncomfortable. Um, because of, like I said, how, how manipulative and kind of one percenty it, t- right. it kind of felt to me, you know? Yeah, like if uh, the message
1: was just like, you shouldn't have to wait until you have a death sentence to live. You know, like maybe that's the thing is success feels like that's what she did. Like they said, you have X amount of years to live. So she's like all Brewster's millions. She's like, well, I'm going to fucking spend all this money. (laughs) in the short time I have, I'm just going to go for broke. And it's like maybe that's the message is you shouldn't have to wait till you have a death sentence in order to live like that way. But for me, it just seems like this is how many wieners I see and how many times I... And again, i Men don't are think pigs, the messaging. Oh, God. Men are straight are, of pigs. Yep. It's 100 percent accurate. They are. They
0: are. Um, we're fucking shit.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Um, but yeah. um, so that's Pod Corner. So my two are Bad Batch and Dying for Sex. Adam, your two are again?
1: Uh Nightmare University and Best Movies Never Made.
0: Adam came with his A game today. I came with a very, very I'm being generous, D game. Um, but uh that's Pod Corner. We unfortunately don't have a Mill test this yeah.
1: week. Well, here's the thing though: we don't have a Mill test. Because we are saving all of our BME, our Big Milta's energy, um, for Comic Con, yes. because we are going to come hard. What's the, the time are, again? It is going to be strong. Um, six thirty, actually. It's six thirty Friday in, uh, and currently it's room twenty five zero five A. So two five zero five A six thirty on Friday, March nineteenth. I think is that it. Yes he says no, 20 sorry friday march 20 yeah sorry i have to my calendar uh friday march 20 6:30 p.m. uh the uh, room 2505a we will be um talking we're, we're going to be talking and we're going to be it will be based on davie's Miltas format while we talk about the uh, pre official mcu marvel movies yeah. and boy i tell you what man there's a lot well, we only have 50 it, so
0: minutes, though. so we're going to have to hurry.
1: Yeah, 50 minutes. I think we should do highlights of the, the major ones. You know, and it's
0: basically going to be this, back and forth. You know, we might have some slides. And uh, Yeah, you know, one, there. One,
1: thing, one thing I will Lots tease. Lots of riffing, Who
0: Who was the a, a director recently was like, uh, we we'll do our type five age. Who was the,
1: the, was it Spielberg? What no, about? Scorsese that was like talking about this, the age of comic book movies and Scorsese, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You, you know, looking, researching all this MCU stuff, do you know there was a year... Like thirty years ago, where we had a, we had Spider Man, Incredible Hulk, Captain America, and Punisher all in the same year, and that's just the Marvel movies. That's not counting the DC movies that were out at the same time. So to say that this is like a new phenomenon, <laughs> this is just they're just mad that we're doing it well. Right, well I say we. They're mad. He's mad that it's actually people are are actually putting some energy behind it you know, and I'm not just yeah, throwing it out there. He can only get The Irishman on pandering. Netflix. He
0: can't get it in the theaters. Only on the only on the Netflix. Right. That's why Marty's pissed. Shaking his hand at the steak. <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be our episode for this week. Thanks as always for listening. Oh, there might be a little bit of a. We don't even have to do that anymore. Yeah, no. We're going to have a little. We have a pre-recorded blurb. We'll pop in at the end of the episode um, to thank everybody. In chat. Yeah, yeah. So but we don't
1: um, we don't have to thank you in person. I have anything more. more to say? Yeah, I did that ten minutes ago.
0: All right. Well.
1: Yeah. No, but seriously, thanks for listening. And, th- and do actually give us a rating on iTunes. Right. And thanks, Wallace. Good luck.
0: Headspace Invaders are David Colgan and Adam Hall and executive producer Wallace Wilson. Music is composed by Chris Semecki. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at HSpaceInvaders. Please hit the like button on whatever pod listening app you use. And of course, shoot the mystery ship whenever you get a chance. Headspace Invaders is a Thanks Wallace production.